You're listening to episode 2.48 of the Midlife Improvement Project, and on this week's episode, I will do a quick review of what happened with my 2023 goals, and then I will share my 2024 goals as well as my word for the year. I hope this will inspire you as you are thinking about your own goals for this coming year. Let's go. Welcome to the Midlife Improvement Project, a podcast about what really matters as you negotiate midlife. Some might call this time of life a crisis, but I want to introduce you to the idea that it's an awakening. This is a time to listen to your soul, to find your purpose, to reflect on what you really want to do and be in the days you have left here on planet Earth, and then write your own midlife manifesto. You are not less of yourself on the other side of midlife. You are more. I'm your midlife wake-up coach, Dr. Peggy Malone. I'm a healthcare provider turned life coach who helps women in midlife lean into the magic of being a woman as we head into the second half. I help you to decide where you really want to go next with this one precious life and claim all of your big dreams and goals while caring less about what anyone else thinks about it. After all, if someone is going to be unhappy with your life, it shouldn't be you. In 2023, I reached the milestone of turning 50, and I want to use this podcast as my midlife manifesto. There will be no fading into the background and quietly living out my golden years with the assumption that my best years are behind me over here. I'm just getting started. I invite you to come with me. Listen in each week as I help you to wake up to what's possible for you in midlife as you learn to increase your self-awareness and your confidence, get curious about what got you here, and get clear about where you want to go next on the way to being an even better you. Let's get after it. Well, hello, friends. Okay, let's uh, get right into the subject matter that I have been promising for a few weeks. Today is the day that we talk about goals. And this might actually be perfect timing to discuss this because this episode is going to drop on February the 15th, which is six and a half weeks after you started this new year with potentially a ton of motivation to make some changes. So here's my question. How are you feeling now? Has that motivation waned? Are you still pumped up? If you are still rocking and rolling on the goals that you set for yourself for 2024, amazing. Keep up the great work. If you have found yourself without goals for the year or in a place where the ones you started with are not coming to fruition in the way that you had imagined, I hope that today's episode helps you to be inspired and as always to stay focused and get after it in 2024. Okay, let's start with a quick recap of my 2023 goals. If you want a little catch up on these or some more context, you can head back to episode 2.21, where I shared the goals I had for last year, as well as episode 2.33, where I did my mid-year update back in July. All right, number one, round off back handspring on the gym floor before July 1st of 2023. So uh, just to catch anybody up that's new to the show, I wanted to to go back to what I call old lady gymnastics. When I was a kid, I did gymnastics. I could back handspring. I thought it would be really cool in the year I turned 50 to get my round off back handspring back. I did this mostly. I got it on the tumble track, which is more of a bouncy surface. Um, I still want to keep addressing this because I'm not just going to stop old lady gymnastics. I'm going to keep coming back to it. So I sort of checked this one off the list. Number two, snowboarding on my 50th birthday in Australia, then in New Zealand, and then finishing off that vacation in French Polynesia. This goal, 
which feels like a big one, is accomplished. It's such a great example for me that you can define the dream and then make it happen. I've been thinking and dreaming about snowboarding on my 50th birthday for a long time, and John and I made it happen this past summer, so that was cool. Number three, podcast weekly. So my goal in 2023 was to podcast weekly. Instead, I did 23 episodes. So 23 episodes in 2023, I feel like that's lovely how it turned out. So it wasn't 52 episodes, but um, I did get back to it more regularly after not doing it very regularly in 2022. So I'll give myself a half a check mark for that one. Number four, redecorate and rearrange my office, including a new office chair. This one is complete and I loved how it turned out. It gives me a cool new Zoom space background for when I'm working with my coaching clients each week. Number five, two times a week weightlifting for what I referred to as Operation Strong AF. Uh, this was great for the first half of the year. I was every two, two times a week with my sister and um, a friend of mine who helped coach us, Alwyn. He was great. Um, so at the beginning of the year, that was great. It's fallen off. I definitely want to get back into this as a priority in 2024, lifting heavy, heavy things and putting them down. Number six, camping at least three times. Yes, we did this. Number seven, completely fill my one-on-one coaching practice. I still have spaces, but I'm loving the clients I've been working with and watching them grow and achieve their goals. And this is something that I'll continue doing because I love it so much. This is a perfect time if you are six weeks into 2024 and you're thinking, "Ugh, I just need some help with this. Reach out to me. See how I can help you to reach your goals in 2024. Number eight, prepare and launch a group program. This didn't happen, but it's still on my mind and it's in the works. So stay tuned. Number nine, one dinner with each of our nieces and nephews. We have eight of them. Um, We got six out of eight with this one, and it's still always in the works to be more intentional about the time we spend with our littles. Uh, Number 10, clear out the disaster room in the basement. It's a room that we call the disaster room that was filled with stuff uh, from when we did our big uh, renovation. We did get this done. So we got a workout room set set up in the disaster room, and I've been working out in there semi-regularly. So that's great. Uh, Number 11, go through all the clothes in the closet and donate or consign things that aren't used. Um, I did this, uh, but I still have some uh, things to send to the consignment store and I want to go through this again. So uh, I'll revisit this when I talk about my 2024 goals. Number 12, hire a cleaner for our house. Yes, we did this. We found an amazing couple that clean together and they come every two weeks and they are doing an amazing job in our house. John and I are generally tidy, but we don't love to clean bathrooms or floors or dust. Uh, So it's been very nice to delegate this task to someone who does it so well. All right, uh, number 13, wash my truck at least once per month. I've been a bit better at this, but I still need to make this a priority. Number 14, at least once per month, dinner with my family, Uh, with our family or friends at our house. Uh, We've been good about this. We've had lots of fun. We've had lots of dinner parties and we've entertained a lot and we will continue to do this. It's something John and I love to do. Number 15, hire a VA by the end of the year to help with some aspects of the business. This hasn't happened yet, but it's still on my mind. Number 16, get more clear on financial plan, uh, banking, tax planning, etc. that needs to evolve as the business grows. The answer is yes, I can check this one off. I hired a financial coach to help get super clear on this and get moving in more of a defined direction when it comes to finances. Uh, Number 17, buy some new clothes that match my new frequency that I'm growing into. I didn't really do this, but I will be thinking about this for 2024. 
Uh, number 18, monthly adventures. Yes. My word for the year, uh, which I'll talk about a little bit more um, when I get into my word for the year for 2024, but my word for the year for 2023 was adventure. And I returned to that word each month in 2023 by intentionally planning and then experiencing a fun adventure. Number 19, uh, daily meditating and journaling. I'm still resi- I'm still resisting these things, but I will stay in the possibility of yet and keep working toward this in 2024. And what I mean by that is I have not done this regularly yet, but I'm not ruling it out. All right, and um, my 20, uh, 21, 22, and 23, um, I was just keeping those to myself and um, I got those mostly checked off. So overall pretty good. Out of 23 goals, most of them were at least partially completed and more than half were fully complete. And I like this math. Remember that when you set your goals, you don't have to get to the end of the year and then look. And if you only got half of them done, then immediately cover yourself with the shame and guilt of I didn't do these things that I said I was going to do. Instead, celebrate the things that you did do. And the fact that you can uh, write down goals and move toward them If I hadn't written these goals down at the beginning of 2023, chances are I wouldn't have gotten through half of them at all. I might not have achieved any of them. So writing down your goals, the ultimate is yes, you would check every single one off the list. But if even if you get half of them done, even if you get a quarter of them done, you are way further ahead than you would be if you didn't write down goals and move toward them in the first place. So I'm feeling very good about my 2023 goals and how it turned out. Okay, now for 2024. Now, even though it is mid-February, I haven't really been on this task when it comes to setting goals. I'm kind of letting it be slow because as I have gotten older, I have learned this very important piece of information. Listen closely. There are no rules. I can engage with the status quo uh, and I can make my New Year's resolution if it works for me, but I can decide just as arbitrarily to create my goals in February or March or July or whenever. And so can you. Okay, so I was considering the 24 goals for 2024 model, and I started thinking about my goals, and I wrote a bunch of them down, and I'm at 17 goals so far in my thought process. And I've decided that for today's episode that I'll share a few of them with you, but I feel like the list is still in flux, so I'm not 100% decided. And as I said, I'm letting it be slow. So here are a few of my 2024 goals. Number one, I want to revisit the round off back handspring on the floor at Old Lady Gymnastics. So I haven't been going regularly to Old Lady Gymnastics. I'm going to get back into a class where I go regularly and I can also hire um, one of the coaches there for some private um, instruction to help me with this goal. Um, As I'm talking about physical goals, I really want to be able to do a pull-up again. I have been able to in the past. I currently cannot. Now that we have our gym in the basement, I want to move towards being able to do a pull-up. The other goal physically that I want to be able to do is a pistol squat. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's being able to, on one leg, squat down and stand up um, with the other leg out in front of you. So um, I have never been able to do this. Maybe when I was a kid, I don't remember, but I really want to be able to continue to work toward this. Okay. Um, Number four, um, I want to hang up photos in the house. So um, if you've been listening for a while, you know that uh, in 2021 and 2022, John and I basically tore down our house and rebuilt it. We did a big renovation. And uh, since then, we've reestablished our house and we've been living in it for more than a year. But 
we're still doing that thing, which I think a lot of people do, and maybe you do as well, where we don't have photos on a lot of the walls. So we have them piled in a pile in the basement, but we haven't got them up. So I want to put this on the list with intention to get this done. So that's on the list. Um, and then similarly, in terms of finishing up the renovation, the one room that hasn't been finished is the downstairs bathroom. The tile in the shower still needs to be done there, down there. So um, I, of course, probably, maybe I'll do, do some of it. Won't be doing the, the tile myself, but I will facilitate the process and get John on that. So finishing that downstairs bathroom is on the list. Um, number six, clean out and organize closets and drawers. So I mentioned that in 23, we did do a big clean out. I feel like this is something that's a good idea to just do every year anyway. It'll also help me make some space uh, to really get clear on what clothes uh, I want to add to my wardrobe because basically I wear the same thing every day and I dress like a teenage boy, which is fine and I love it and I'm comfortable, but I do want to get some more clothes that are, um, I guess, probably more professional or feel like a, a more adequate representation of the frequency that I'm growing into. So um, that's maybe a bigger goal than just clean out and organize the closets and the drawers, but that's what I have on as a number six. All right, number seven, organize and digitize photos. This has been the bane of my existence for the last five or six years. It's always on the list and I always just punt it. So I have a bunch of hard drives. I have old computers in a box downstairs in the closet that all need to be put in one spot. All of those photos need to be taken off of the various places, put in one place, organized, and then digitized. And I also have a bunch of uh, photo albums that are in a box from 20 something years ago that I would like to digitize and organize as well. So this is a big project and I want to be intentional about getting this project moving in 2024. All right, number eight. Uh, and this is related in some ways to what I just talked about, clean up my computer files. So, um, you know how they talk about decluttering the closet? There's, I need a major declutter of my computer files. And I'm sure that um, I'm not the only one that this affects. I have some, some clutter in my Dropbox and in my iCloud and in my various places where all the things are stored. And I want to just get this organized. And I think, and if you know the answer to this, reach out to me on Instagram. There's got to be somebody that I can hire to help me with this, that can know every details about how like Dropbox attaches to emails, attaches to Canva, attaches to like all the things where I have files everywhere. I want to get them organized so that I feel um, calmer. Outer order equals inner calm, according to my online pretend best friend, Gretchen Rubin. So that's on the list. Number nine, figure out how to make sure my phone and my computer are talking to each other better for email. So this is something that's also related and I might need to get some help for this. I do most of my email on my computer and I can do my email on my phone, but the two don't always communicate. And I know there must be a way to figure this out. I'm sure that this is my age speaking. So the Gen X girl, I need to maybe talk to a Gen Z or to a millennial that's like a total computer nerd that can help me with this. So that's on the list as well. All right. Number 10, and this is shifting directions a little bit. So for some of you, you might not be aware, but in 2022, my family lost my sister, Jenny, my 44 year old sister passed away from ovarian cancer. And obviously it was a huge loss. It was a big, um, uh, it was a big, terrible, awful thing that happened. And, um, my other sister, Katie and my other sister, Patty and I have been talking about it. And the three of us 
uh, really want to get a tattoo to honor her. And I don't have any tattoos and I made it to 50 years old with no tattoos, but this feels tattoo worthy to me. And it also feels like I, I feel like it would be a good way for me to stay connected. Um, and that's something that I can see every day. So I'm thinking about putting something small on my wrist. I don't know what it will be. Um, but this is something that I'm going to move towards, uh, in 2024 as a goal is, um, getting a tattoo to honor my sister. All right. Number 11, weekly dates with John that are more intentional. We're great about, we go to the hockey game most weeks. We do lots of fun stuff. I just want to be very intentional that we're spending time being present with one another and that the date is intentional. So, um, that's why it's on the list. And, um, then, uh, number 12, at least two snowboard vacations. We've already gone on one. We just were um, in Western Canada for a couple of weeks at the end of January, um, which was great, um, except for a few hiccups, which I talked about last week. And um, we have another vacation booked in March. So um, hopefully uh, the snow will stick around so we can get a little more snowboarding in this year. Number 13, camping three or four times. We love to go camping in the summertime. We have a couple things already on the books. So hopefully three or four times we'll be able to camp. And then number 14, weekly podcasts. So again, I've missed a couple of weeks already when I'm at February uh, 15th, but uh, I will continue to uh, be doing the best I can to be in your ears every week through 2024. Okay, so that's 14. I have 10 more that I can work with here and I've got some ideas, but as I said before, a couple of times, I'm letting it be slow. I'm working up to 24 for 24. So I'm hoping that this gives you some inspiration for your own goals if you haven't made them yet, or it just gives you a reminder to head back to your goals and get re-energized if you have been falling off a little bit since the beginning of the year. All right, let's talk about the word for the year. So if you've been a longtime listener, you'll know that this is something that I've done since 2018. Picking a word for the year helps to give a framework for the year and a focus to go back to. It's kind of like a mission statement to focus on and give you a goal or a North Star. So I'll remind you of some of my past words of the year to give you something to think about if this is something that you might want to do as well. So in 2019, my word of the year was intentional. The way I describe being intentional is living life proactively or on purpose versus reactively or on autopilot. Just taking whatever comes and reacting to it, that's autopilot. It can also be described as living life by design versus living life by default. So that was 2019. In 2020, the word of the year that I picked was rebuild. I chose this word before the global pandemic showed up as we had plans to do our big renovation that year. And we were also rebuilding emotionally after the loss of John's mom at the end of 2019. As the year played out and COVID showed up and our renovation got delayed by a year, rebuild was still a relevant word as all of us had to rebuild our idea of reality in that crazy time. All right, in 2021, my word of the year was expansion. After 2020, which was a year that brought a lot of contraction and made all of our world smaller, I wanted to expand my space with the renovation. I wanted to expand my online influence, and I wanted to expand my business, my finances, my fitness, my calm. So that's what I focused on in 21. Um, I'd also pick that word in the hopes that 21 would be the year where I could expand the number of people I could see and hang out with in real life after not seeing very many humans for a long time. 
And this word delivered for me that year. It was the year that we did the majority of our house renovation. I expanded my business to include coaching online and I did a lot of personal growth while working with my own coach. So expansion in 21 was a really great, uh, great word for me. All right. In 22, Uh, my word of the year was connection. When I picked this word for 2022, I had the intention of connecting with a lot more people online in person and staying connected with the people who are most important and closest to me. So as is often the case, this showed up in a way that I didn't expect, but still applied to the word connection. My sister Jenny was diagnosed with cancer and through her treatment, she moved in full time with John and I for the last few months of her life. It allowed me to be connected to her in a meaningful way as I supported her and took care of her. Her illness and her passing also brought our entire family together in a more connected way. And I'm grateful for that. All right, my word for 2023 was adventure. I intentionally added adventure every month for the entire year of 2023 so that I could experiment with slowing down my perception of time passing and really lean into the juice that this time of my life has to offer. And this was especially relevant for me in the year I turned 50. So each month each month of that year, I had at least one new and exciting thing that John and I did or that I did or experienced including our five-week epic adventure to the Southern Hemisphere um, to celebrate my 50th birthday. And it was an awesome year, and I loved all of the adventures that I brought. Okay, so that's the review of my words for the year. And now, my word for the year for 2024 is present. So I mean this by being present in the moment, but also present as in like gift, Like I'm in receiving mode. I'm allowing myself to appreciate the gifts of my life, which by the way, circularly brings me back to being in the moment. So this word present, I was talking uh, with my friend and fellow masterminder, uh, Maggie, about this. And she helped me by asking me some really cool questions. She helped me to clarify how that word of 2023, which was adventure, shifted into my word present for 2024. So in 2023, as I said, my word was adventure and I chased adventure all year and I found it. And then so she asked me, what was I getting out of adventure? What was I really seeking? And I told her that the act of adventure gets me into the present. I was seeking a quality of embodied presence. I realized that my life is an adventure in each moment, and that doesn't require the big trips or the adrenaline-fueled activities, but it can. The next question was, how do I allow myself to be embodied in the present no matter where I am? So basically, she was peeling an onion for me from one layer that was adventure that brought me into the present to now the next layer, which is focused on being present. And I think probably this is very relevant for me because without the adventure, when I know I'm, I'm present, when I bring in adrenaline and I'm doing something that's slightly scary or a bit nerve wracking, it brings me very acutely into the present. But Otherwise, I have a tendency to not be present. I have a tendency to escape or dissociate by scrolling or watching TV or just being somewhere else. So my action items for focusing on present are to be on to myself when I find myself distracting myself or dissociating or being somewhere else in my mind than where I actually am. So I'm still working on the ins and outs of how I'll measure this. 
But for now, I will return to this word, to this signpost that I have created for myself that is my word for 2024, and that word is present. So I'm curious, have you chosen a word for 2024? I would love to hear what that word is. Head over to Instagram and send me a DM to let me know what word will be your guide for 2024. All right, and that's it for this episode of the Midlife Improvement Project. I hope that this episode has inspired you to revisit the goals that you made six weeks ago at the beginning of this year and reinvest in your enthusiasm around them. Or if you haven't made goals yet, I hope that this episode inspires you to consider what you want to achieve or call in or attract in 2024. I also hope that you might be inspired to pick a word that you can focus on and come back to as a reminder of what you are moving toward in this year. If you get the feeling that I might be your coach and you are interested in learning more about me and my work and perhaps how we could work together, especially as you navigate the challenges and adventures of midlife, come and sign up for my mini course called Wake Up to Life 2.0. I'll send you an email every day for five days that will help you get super clear on where you want to go next with this one precious life. Go to drpeggymalone.com forward slash wake up. Also, I'd love it if you come and say hi on Instagram. You can find me there at Dr. Peggy Malone. And that is where you will find me discussing my life as a 50 year old who likes to snowboard, back handspring, and also to encourage women like you to find what is fun and adventurous for you in midlife. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that were mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's show and you don't want to ever miss an episode, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. And also, when you're listening to this, if you think of somebody that might get any benefit about what I've shared here, just like press share and send it to them because you never know what somebody might like to hear or need to hear. And if you're thinking of somebody as I'm saying these words, send it to them now. All right, until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it. 